Hello, hello. So today, so today. How are you? Sakswaite. How are you? Sakswaite, bang pun. Oh, this side, you're doing better. Good. Okay, Are you guys happy today? Bang pun sakswaite, tengai ni. Happy? Sakswaite. 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 Ah, oh, not good. Well, I would like to welcome you all here today. I believe that God has something for each of us. And it's a very special day today. As Sophia mentioned earlier, do we have mothers here today? Uh, if you are a mother, can you please stand up? I see you. I see you. Just stand up quickly. All right. Um, we love you so much. And we appreciate all that you represent to us. And we would just like to take a time to honor you. To say thank you. So we have a gift for you. Um, and it's just a little thank you. So the welcome team. We'll and um, I hope there's enough for everyone if there's not. We will also give you free dinner tonight for all the moms. And, and we love you so much. So thank you for all you do, moms. Okay. Um, in my life, uh, my, my mom helped me become the man I am today. And she gave me a lot of good things like wisdom. So if you got a gift, you can go ahead and sit down, moms. Thank you so much. Okay. okay. So, um, and to, we're going to be talking about wisdom today. Wisdom is so important. Like, absolutely the most important thing you can have. I was going down the road in my moto. And I saw a man who was homeless on the side of the road. And he was Drinking alcohol. Maybe he had drugs. And I looked at him and I said, What happened? And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, You're not that different than him. You're only one or two. Foolish ideas away from being that man. He said, my wisdom has led you. See, we, God's wisdom leads us, and we are on a path to follow him. And it protects us. And it calls out to us. Wisdom says, do you want me? I have good things for you. So, do you want wisdom? Oh, really? Okay, so I want to know, is there any girls here that want wisdom? So wisdom walks around and says, Girls, where are you? I have wisdom for you. Okay, the girl oh, look at this. This girl wants wisdom. I give her wisdom. Okay, and she gets a free book that teaches her about the beauty of who she is as a woman. And then wisdom keeps calling out. Guys, are you out there, guys? Men, are there any men who wants wisdom? I have wisdom for you. And, and then wisdom says, 
Okay, hi Pranya Mahada. Here you go. Okay, here you go. Oh, there you go. Okay. And then wisdom says, Married people. Is there, do you want wisdom married people? Oh, and here's a book on wisdom for married people. There you go. And for everyone else who wants wisdom, I would like to give you the Bible. <laughs> the book of Proverbs. It has 31 chapters in it. And each day, you can, if it, today's the 13th, you can read the 13th chapter of Proverbs. And every day, you can get wisdom because it calls out to us. And as you begin to listen to wisdom, you will find that wisdom finds love. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like love. <laughs> I like it a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> such a fun adventure. <laughs> such a fun <laughs> It's so good. But the world, there's a difference between foolish and foolishness and wisdom. And if we're honest, sometimes we believe in foolishness instead. Foolish things lead to hurt. Wisdom leads to love. Um, see, when we look at the world, they give us often foolish things to feel, to be. Sometimes we'll hear a song that says, oh, this is, that sings foolish things like have sex before marriage or sleep with as many people as possible. Or movies that say this is what sex is about and this is what love looks like. Or social media or friends, they try to give us wisdom on what it looks like. But this often foolishness leads to hurt. But God has a plan to find love for us. God created love to look like a family. Now, some, not all of us may not get it married. And some of us have experienced divorce or hurt. I know I have in my life. But God's desire is to always find us love. No matter the hurt you go through. And when we begin to talk about love and relationships, you can get a little offended. Because says, I, I can't date this person, but I can date this person. No. I don't want to listen to that. Because it's so close to your heart. It's personal. But Jesus gets personal. And he says, I want you to have wisdom to find love, so I'm going to get into your personal life. 
Jesus would tell this to people in the Bible. He would tell them about wisdom and how to live their personal life. And as he did this, people got offended. Oh no, you didn't. Oh no, you don't. Oh, I don't like that. And they would leave him. And as they would leave him, Jesus would look to his friends. And he would say, are you going to go too? Are you going to stop listening to my wisdom and do your own thing? And his friends would look at him and say, Where in this world can we go? Only you have the words of life, Jesus. Only you have the ability to give us the wisdom that can find real love. See, and you, God made this world. He made you and me. And he made love. So his advice is probably the best advice. And maybe you're looking at me thinking, oh, Eddie, you're perfect. Yeah, I mean, it's clear, I mean, right? <laughs> you always follow wisdom. Oh, Eddie is so smart. Oh, Eddie is smart. Oh, Dara, he, oh, he never makes mistakes. You're wrong. <laughs> I am not perfect. In fact, eight years ago, I was a wild, crazy guy. <laughs> I had... I did not follow wisdom with the way I spoke. I didn't know have a vision for my life. I was just goofing off with my friends, having fun. But then I began to realize I need wisdom to find love. To find a relationship. So I began to look and think about wisdom. And, and, I, and I thought about what do I want? Hmm? Yeah, I want a beautiful woman that loves Jesus. And I started to apply principles to my life and change the way I speak. I started taking showers. I, I, I decided I will get a job and save money. I mean, ladies, should men do this? Yeah? Yes. Amen, ladies. Amen. Amen. Okay. Let's talk a little. Guys. Okay, Look around, the ladies are beautiful, they love Jesus, get a job, take a shower, love Jesus, okay? <laughs> I mean, they are gorgeous! And you guys are... I mean, after this, there should be like three proposals, I think. Anyways, okay. So, <laughs> why not? Let's find love! <laughs> and so, I began to do this, I took a shower, I love Jesus, then I got a job and saved money. And guess what I found? Boom. Boom. I found love. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Wait, that's wrong. <laughs> or is that right? I don't know. I said, oh. Okay. Anyways, I found love. Okay. See, I'm not perfect. <laughs> and then I, start, I kept following the wisdom. And guess what I found? More love! More love! Hey, no, no, no. <laughs> and 
And I and I'm going to keep following the wisdom. But the thing is, is it takes time. It doesn't just happen in one day. God has combines it with time. Knowledge is knowledge is good information. And it becomes wisdom when you have applied to years and years of practice of the knowledge. You gain the knowledge and it turns into wisdom with time. So today I want to give you some knowledge. And if you're single, this is for you. Even if you never want to get married, or married people, this is for you. Because you will either be in a relationship or you'll have a friend or a close person to you that will be in a relationship. And they're going to look at you for wisdom. And you're going to look for wisdom when you're in a relationship. And what will you give them? Foolishness or wisdom? And this is not easy to understand. And the first one is so complicated. It's really, really complex. And, uh, you ready? Yeah? First one is prepare. <laughs> Tricked you. It's really easy. Prepare. We need to prepare. God calls us to prepare. And when we think about preparation, um, it's not just, you know, I sit down and I wait for the food to come to me or I wait for the relationship to come to me. Preparation is is working to get ready for something. In fact, when the Bible describes love, it says the first thing about love, it says love is patient. Why would Jesus, why would the Bible describe love as patient? Because you need to, sometimes you need to wait for something you want. So if you're a single guy, I see you, single guys, you need to prepare. And if you're a single girl, you don't have that relationship yet, you need to prepare your heart. Um, and as you prepare, you'll find an amazing journey with God. In America, I had a friend that came to me and he said, Eddie, can you coach me? I said, what do you want to be coached on? He said, I want you to coach me on how to be a good man. Okay. And I said, okay, so let me ask you this question. Okay. Um, are you in a relationship? And he said, closed his eyes, was very spiritual. I don't want a date. I just want to know Jesus. And I said, great. Now you can think about the kind of wife you want. 
Because your emotions are to the side. You're not in a relationship. So you can begin to prepare for what you want. And the kind of person you want to be. Saying, no, 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 no. I just want to lay here and let the relationship come to me. And this is how I prepare Eddie. I don't work. I. No, I say this a lot because I want the guys to all do this. <laughs> and, and so he goes, okay. It's like, but I'm not going to get married for a long time. I'm not going to get married for a long time. Ten, or a year and a half later, I get an invitation. Mm, guess what? He found love. He began to prepare. And that's not his sister. <laughs> She's like, oh, he's a good man. She, she'll, she'll call me and say, Eddie, thank you so much. He was ready to get married. And it was amazing. The point is this. Is that preparation starts now. Begin to get your heart ready now. Spend time with Jesus. Get to know God and who you are. And start to think about what do you want. Um, I, I actually did this. I made a list of what I wanted in a wife. I said, first of all, I want her to have blonde hair, blue eyes, and her name to be Bethany. <laughs> no, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> On my list, I put, I want her to live in a developing country and do missions work. I want her to love Jesus with all of her heart. And I want her to be sexy, beautiful. Please don't marry an ugly person. Let's just say it's, it's a sin. <laughs> you have to be attracted to them. <laughs> it's a good thing. The worst thing you could do is like 10 years later say, I don't find you beautiful, but I married you because I'm a Christian. <laughs> but there's many ways of beauty, so that's another subject. So you want to know what you're looking Cognate. for. Because how can you find something if you don't know what it looks like? So I did this list, and then after you make this list, you have to mirror, you have to be that list. So if I want her to be in love with missions, I need to be in love with missions. If I want her to be in love with Jesus, then I need to be loving Jesus with all my heart. And if I want her to be attractive looking, I need to dress myself attractive looking too. Because you can't find something that you don't understand. You won't know if they really love Jesus unless you are really loving Jesus. With all of your heart, 
Arsenal and Jesus. Seek and be what you seek. But can I young Jim swing rock, hiding client to get away that young swing rock? You get it? Yole? Yo? Understand? Understand? Yo? Yo? Understand? Understand? Yo? Yo? Understand? Understand? Yo? Yeah, okay, good. Okay. All right, next thing is seek. Okay, TP, swing rock. Seek. Swing rock. God calls us to prepare and then he calls us to seek after. God wants you to give up everything and just look at that one person and say, only you and nothing else is important to me anymore. Oh, it's just all about you. My whole life is all about you now. No, that's horribly wrong. It actually says this. Seek first. Okay. The kingdom of God. You have to say, it's all about Jesus. I want all about him. Not the, uh, not the things of this world, but the things of God. It's all about Jesus. It's putting Jesus first, and then he adds the relationship to your life. Because you got to know who Jesus is. So first you take Jesus. And you say, okay, you're not going to be just my friend. You're not just a good teacher with good ideas. But you're the God who made everything. Uh, for died on a cross for my sins and I believe you rose from the dead to conquer all sin in my life and you take this truth and you live it in your life every day and Jesus is the focus now Jesus is your focus now. And as Jesus grows in your heart, he begins to you begin to realize who you are and your identity in him. And the colors of who you are begin clearer and clearer to you. Your, your purpose and your passions, they start coming out. And then they stick into your heart. And then you have, it's you and Jesus. And as you begin to pursue him, suddenly, you start to realize there's somebody else with different purpose and different passions but the same kind of desires with Jesus in it. And they get close to your heart. And then you go on a path of life together. You start walking life together. And you begin to experience life together in a relationship. And then one day you say, let's get married. And who you are, as you focus Jesus, and who I am as I focus Jesus, we make a love commitment of marriage together. And suddenly, in our hearts, we become a whole new person. See, in the Bible, it, it doesn't have math that works in the world. <laughs> in the Bible, in the, Jesus' mind, he says one plus one equals one. And you got to be completely who you are. You got to be honest in, in who God made you and your purpose and your desires. 
Bagot kluot yung a chwa yung thay yung kichie na na prang bagot mao yung minto bob na away. And seeking Jesus with all your heart. A yung ter swang rok pray Jesus da apichat ba yung. And as they seek Jesus and are honest about who they are and their color of life and what God's called them to. Hay no pe da mane anu kot mien dung chat doi kine kot mien bom nong prayat tay doi kine bom nong chat doi kine da prang bantra hakot mao. And Jesus becomes the center. Hay. And Jesus is the focus, the center. It makes a whole new life together in marriage. But if you just try to copy their color, there's no change. It stays all the same. And it's all about that person. And there's only one person really leading the relationship. When you seek Jesus first, you say, You are the Lord of my life. There's an old Khmer proverb that says, A mountain can only have one tiger. Your life, you can only have one leader. You can only have one person making decisions for your relationship. Married couples, you learn this quickly. And it's only a question of who is the tiger? Who is the leader in your relationship? Is it going to be your partner? They decide when you get married and what you do with your life? Is it going to be the money? Is money going to be your tiger? Oh, when only when we have this much money or this many things will we get married or will we live our life this way? Is it your parents or your family? You can only get married. Oh, I can only get married when my mom says. Or is it going to be Jesus? Are you going to follow his wisdom? And his guidance. Jesus said, a man can only have one master. You can't love God and money. What he's saying is, is you can't have two masters, you can only have one. So who's it going to be? Who are you going to get your wisdom from? If you want an amazing relationship, an amazing adventure, it's Jesus in the focus guiding you every day. And that's the last point is focus. We can all, we can, we can, we talked about knowledge and wisdom at first. We talked about how it takes time. And each day you need to focus your heart. This isn't just like, got it, put Jesus first, done. Now, moving on. Okay. Now I need to go back to doing whatever I think. Because we're not perfect. We're always, each day, we're going to make, need to make decisions to focus. Because the wisdom can get blurry. And we need to each day be praying, staying connected to the Holy Spirit. Spending time in small groups with friends, praying about big decisions. Because God has a journey for you. He has a passion for you. He wants you to follow. And it 
And if you're not focused, you can easily lose that direction. I talked about Proverbs earlier. There's prover- this proverb says, without vision, the people perish or they go to ruin. Because they don't have the, the plan the, the, to see what, what they want to do in the future. Don't miss it. But God has a plan for us. He has a vision for you. And it may not look like everyone else's. In fact, it never really does. But everyone has a different part that they play in this path. See, God's vision is, first of all, that we start out as friends. Who likes good friends? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I need some. Talk to me afterwards. I need some more friends. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we should start out as friends. And this is kind of like the path we've created in our church. And the reason we want to start out as friends is because you want to get to know how somebody really is. See the kind of person that they are just by themselves. Is Jesus really the focus of their life? During this time, you don't want to talk to a lot of people. Ooh, I really like this person. Ooh, wow, they're so beautiful. You want to take, take your time. Talk to people you can trust that will keep it private. Because you gotta, it says in Proverbs to guard your heart. And what you want to avoid is letting your heart go away from you. You want to avoid being a sunflower. You know, a sunflower, when they're like wilted and they're dying, you know, when it's dark. And then the sun comes up. Ooh, and then the sun goes down. <laughs> Some of you, I've seen you do it. Don't act like you didn't do this. Okay, you, you like somebody. <laughs> you like movies? Oh, I like movies too. <laughs> Let's go to movies, everyone. And then they're like, uh, I don't want to go. Oh, I don't like movies anymore. What do you like? They're a sunflower. They're following their emotions. Avoid this guy. Or girl. Don't be a sunflower. Keep it private. Guard your heart. But as you get to know somebody, you might decide, you know what, we've been friends for many years and I think I want to have a relationship. The purpose of a relationship is to prepare for marriage. So, this means that when you go into relationship with somebody, now it's, every, it's okay. Share with people, hey, we're thinking about marriage. Give us advice. Give us insight. 
And you begin to like seek God and make vision statement and plan together your life. And in our church, we have Wednesday Discover courses, five love languages. We offer a lot of things to help you with relationships. Because nothing will change you more than a good or a bad relationship. And when you get into relationship, into a relationship, you need to be careful with your physical boundaries. Because if you're not careful, if you're not careful, you can end up trapped. Oh, we slept together. Oh, now we have to be in a relationship. Oh, now I have to marry you. Oh, now we're stuck. Because my emotions went before my seeking Jesus. Alright? After you uh, decide in a relationship, then comes engagement. This is a 100% celebration party time, right? <laughs> Having fun. And this is you want to prepare for marriage. In our church, we offer pre-marriage counseling. Um, so four months before you get married, you can get advice about how to communicate as a couple. You may think, oh, but we've been in a relationship, we talk a lot, it's okay. Okay, but marriage is different than a relationship. Very different. And you could end up on your first day of your honeymoon. Oh, she is so beautiful. It's on the beach. Oh, it's on the but then you don't know how to talk to the person. And you're upset about something. And the most beautiful place suddenly becomes ugly. And boring. So prepare for uh, marriage by doing pre-marriage counseling. Have you, uh, couples that have done pre-marriage counseling, was it good? Do we have any married couples that done okay. it? Yeah. One, two, yes, good. Next, last one, I think it's the same couple. And then last one, is, or not last one, sorry. Next one is, um, after you get married, what happens? Oh, boom! Oh! <laughs> You get to have babies. Boom, I'm in cone. And this is an amazing time of your life. Also very scary. And you need to walk in this path carefully. Because, um, so we offer birthing classes. And couples, don't be in a rush. Take your time getting pregnant. You'll never get to be just you and two together by yourselves <laughs> once you have kids. <laughs> Sorry. Couples, don't be in a rush. Okay. Take your time. You can never just be alone all the time. Alone. <laughs> so enjoy yourselves without kids as much as you can. Okay, and then after you have kids, life changes to marriage. Oh, sorry. So uh, pregnancy is fun for almost everyone. 
ហើយបន្ទាប់មកយើងយាមពីអពីពីពីអឺ I seek out advice from people. And And I encourage you guys to do the same. No matter how old you are, if you've been married one year or or 20 years, years, there's always room to learn. To gain more wisdom. So our church, we offer marriage support, one-on-one counseling, things like that. Now when you look at this path, you think, man, that's a, that's not me. Maybe you started as friends, but then you got pregnant before you were married. Maybe you got married, but then you ended up in a divorce. God's still got a path for you to find love. His wisdom will guide you. Just like it guided me. I've been through those kind of pains. Divorce. Heartbroken. But God wasn't done with me. And I stand here as a testimony that His wisdom brings love to anyone who says, I will listen. See, the vision is this. Is that when you're old and you're an older couple and many years from now I want to be sitting on my porch of my house with I won't have teeth. I, I like sugar. <laughs> I'll say that was amazing. We kept following Jesus. Through all our mistakes. We kept our focus. We kept seeking. We didn't give up. Wasn't that a good lie? ສາຍສະບາຍເອີ້ຍອໍນາອໍນາໂອເຄເວຣີກຸດ no matter my foolish ideas that I made mistakes with. Proverbs says, though a righteous man falls seven times, he gets back up. It doesn't make him righteous because he fell. It's because he gets back up. And he says, okay, I'm sorry, God. Jesus, forgive me of my mistakes. I want to focus my heart and put you first. And I want to say yes to your vision. I want to say yes to you. Let's uh, stand up.
And I just want you to try to focus your heart right now. Can we turn the lights down a little bit? Just be honest right now with God. Maybe you have doubt. But maybe as you began to listen, you felt the Holy Spirit touching your heart. Because in your heart, Jesus is not first. You haven't experienced, you, you said, yes, I believe he's a good teacher, but he's not the boss of my heart. I would like you to take this time to refocus your heart. Say, Jesus, I'm sorry. I put you first. I believe in you 100%. To be the center, to be the tiger, to be the the, the focus, the leader of my relationship. Maybe you're, maybe you're married and you think, man, I really have been just following my spouse or following whatever I wanted to do. And it's time to get back up. Refocus your heart and say, Jesus, you are first. And I encourage you to talk to your spouse about this. So as we begin to sing this song, I want you to just take this time to refocus your heart on Jesus. And I feel the Holy Spirit saying, if you're single, He's preparing you. Listen to him. It's time to begin to think about what you want. So you'll know it when you find it. And no matter the mistakes you've made, I still want you to get back up and come to me. God is calling your heart because he wants you to find his love. Let's sing and focus. Jesus, just come. Just come, God. We want to be the focus. We want you to focus. We want your love filling us. Please come. Forgive us.